0: Hi, welcome to this episode of the Blaze Podcast, put together by Blaze Incorporated. I'm your favorite host, Unema Udeze. In February 2014, Larry Melu President and CEO of CVS, announced that by October 1st of that year, CVS will remove tobacco from its then 7,700 pharmacies. By banning secret sales, he took a short-term risk to make credible his long-term quest to turn the pharmacy company into a healthcare giant thus making CVS the first major pharmacy retailer to stop selling cigarettes. This decision caused the business $2 billion a year in revenues and a 7% drop in stock price the day he announced the plan. The future of this $178 billion a year company rested in becoming a leading provider of healthcare services. He believed it was hypocritical for a company that was trying to make its customers healthier to also sell them cigarettes. Thus he became one of the small group of powerful CEOs who have sacrificed short-term performance for the sake of a long-term strategy. Such behavior is fairly common today with fast-growing high-tech companies. Netflix sacrificed its mail-order DVD business to build itself into a video streaming giant. Tesla has Musk has taken years of short-term losses in pursuit of building a global electric car company. Amazon's Jeff Bezos took losses for years and used his cash to grab market share for its retailer. While it is not unexpected for relatively new companies like Netflix, Tesla and Amazon to forgo profit to grow, it is much more unusual for big long established companies like CVS to take a short-term hit. After all, investors value such companies for their abilities to grow sales and earn steadily year after year. Any variation from that pattern is bound to raise alarm bells. Miley, however, felt that the game was worth it. He believed that in the long haul, CVS could get much faster growth from health services than his retail business. To take advantage of the trend, he had to transform CVS into a healthcare company. CVS had to acquire such companies as KMAC, a leading Pharmacy Benefits Management company. In no time, healthcare providers saw CVS move as positive and were more inclined to do business with the company. Today, the company has partnerships with 70 health systems across the U.S. where CVS Minute Clinic will refer customers to certain doctors or hospitals, and vice versa. Also, it wasn't long before CVS New Pharmacy Benefits Management Services and Retail Clinics took off. The Pharmacy Benefits Service grew its revenue from $88 million in 2014 to $120 million in 2016. Over the same period, the retail pharmacy and retail clinics businesses grew from $66 million in annual revenues to $81 million, and both segments are profitable today. At the time of the tobacco announcement in February 2014, CVS stock was trading at $73 a share. A year later, despite an issue 7% deep, it was trading at $100. This story is extracted from the book Why Long-Term Thinking is Your Best Short-Term Strategy by Dennis Carey, Brian Dumin, Michael Osim, and Rodney Zeme. This is a classic story of business transformation informed by a long-term mindset. Driven by the incessant need to increase profit margin. Company top executives are always under immense pressure to cut costs by all means. This often leads to avoiding changes to existing systems that had worked in quotes in the past and sticking to short-term strategies that appear more profitable. In the beauty sector, one of the sectors with the least profit margin, it is no surprise that transforming existing business processes always sound like a taboo topic. As you can see from the story of CVS, change comes with a price, but constant change is inevitable for any company that wants to become a leader in its domain. Building Information Modeling BIM is a not-so-new technology-based process in the BIM sector, challenging the traditional processes in the industry. But how expensive is BIM? What is the price of not embracing BIM by a firm? What is the opportunity cost of BIM? These are some of the issues I will explore in this edition of the Blaze Connector Construction Series podcast. First, what is BIM? And what are some implications of embracing BIM? According to National Building Specification BIM is a process for creating and managing information on a construction project throughout its lifecycle. As part of this process, a coordinated YouTube description of every aspect of the built asset is developed using a set of appropriate technology. This YouTube description likely includes a combination of information-rich 3D models and associated structured data such as product, execution, and handover information. Based on this definition, there are some implications of embracing BIM. Firstly is the creation of information-rich 3D models, as against drafting 2D drawings. Secondly, these 3D models will contain structured data such as defined in the ISO-19650 set of standards, as against creating 3D models just for visualization purposes. Thirdly, there's a process for creating and managing the structured data and information, and this is a collaborative process also defined in the ISO-19650 set of standards. Fourthly, some new technologies will come into play over the delivery lifecycle. Of the projects. But on a deeper level, how will this affect the business processes of a typical firm within the build sector? Firstly, there will be the need for project execution planning and deception of every project with all the stakeholders on the project. Also, there will be the need to create a set of new templates such as organizational information requirements known as OIR, project information requirements known as PIR, exchange information requirements known as EIR, asset information requirements known as AIR pre-appointment beam planning plan known as pre-BEP, beam execution plan known as BEP, responsibility mastery known as RM, task information delivery plans known as TIDP, risk register, master information delivery plan known as MIDP, and so much more. The creation and management of some of these templates and documents can be automated with such tools as planly. You can visit planly.com to learn more. Also, there will be the need to create and fill up new job roles, such as BIM manager, BIM coordinator, BIM specialist, BIM modelers, and so much more depending on the size of the firm. There will be a need to upskill the workforce on BIM technology and processes. All these involve investment, investment in hardware, software, training, R&D, to name a few. These will influence the procurement and delivery methods on projects towards more integrated methods for the firm. There will be a higher level of collaboration with external teams and projects, both physical and digital collaboration. From the soft side of things, these changes will bring about some cultural resistance from the rank and files of the firm and beyond that will be opposed to such rigorous changes. Hence, there will be the need to create and sustain an enabling environment that promotes innovation. Lastly, there will likely be a temporary drop in the company's productivity as they go through the learning and implementation curves of the new process. This is not the type of journey every firm will be willing to embark on, without some long-term mindset and strategy driven by a visionary leader. Companies are inundated with pressures from projects running beyond deadlines, with very low profit margins to show for it, hence the thought of investing in a new process seems like an unnecessary expense that will only slow things down even further. So why our are valid pain points? What is the price of refusing to innovate and sticking to old and traditional processes? Let us have a quick look at some other industries that pitch using the US market as a case study. The rise of big data, next generation analytics, artificial intelligence, the internet of things and robotics is turning multiple sectors of the global economy upside down. For example, taxi medallions in New York City not so long ago sold for $1 each. Since Uber arrived on the scene with its on-demand car service, the value of a medallion as of late 2017 has fallen to $186,000. The online home-sharing service Airbnb has got the hotel industry, is calling for new ways to lure back, lost customers. A decade ago, Walmart was the king of retailing-dominating business headlines. Now Amazon, through its use of technology, is grabbing up market share at a decent rate. Managing disruptive technology has become a master of life and death for big businesses. According to the consultants Inno The average tenure of a company listed in the S&P 500 stock index in 1965 was 3 years, today it is 18 years, and that number is forecasted to shrink to 14 years by 2026. That will mean that half the S&P 500 companies currently on the list will get pushed off over the next decade by a BV of young and hungry persuppers. All these disruptions also mean that over the next decade, there will be a heightened premium on innovation. To compete, more established companies will need to spend a great deal of capital to constantly keep their products and services a step ahead of their rivals. Ok, back to the build sector. While the sector is currently one of the least utilized sectors globally, according to several studies such as McKinsey's, there has recently been an influx of the same digital transformation trends as in sister industries. These are made possible by the increased adoption of video information modeling BIM and Virtual Design and Construction VDC, in the build sector. In the coming years, investing innovation via a long-term mindset will be the difference between leading the industry and being out of business, and this is an expensive price to pay for not embracing BIM and digital transformation generally. So, having looked at the price of not embracing digital transformation and BIM in the B sector, what is the opportunity cost of BIM? There is an opportunity cost to every choice, including BIM adoption. Embracing BIM will cause the firm some dividends in the short term when it makes the needed investment in hardware, software, and training, but that will translate to growth in the long term as witnessed in such firms as CVS that buy tobacco products from e stores. Also, embracing BIM will likely cause the firm some level of productivity in the short term, but that will translate to increased performance and efficiency in the long term. Depending on the people that make up the board and investor teams of the firm, they might not be clapping for the management while they go through the transformation process. Hence, it is important to involve all the stakeholders including the employees during the transformation process and that will cost quite some effort and time. Lastly, as a company gets more efficient through BIM implementation and automation, some job roles will become irrelevant. In other words, it will cost some people their jobs. But on the other hand, this presents opportunities for new roles such as beam manager, data analyst, to name a few. Perhaps all it will take the place to become more relevant, again, is to upscale themselves. So to summarize and conclude this episode of the Blaze Connected Construction Series podcast, How Expensive is Beam? The focus shouldn't be on how expensive Beam is. Every major change of transmission has a cost implication. What is the price of not embracing Beam? A firm will not be able to compete for long if it refuses to improve its business processes. As we've seen, digital transmission has disrupted every industry, and the build sector is no exception. What is the opportunity cost of Beam? Productivity and dividends that might look great in the short term just because they have been the norm for so long. lot are firms in the architectural engineering and construction sector approval implementation as a necessity. A necessity to abide by government policies if there are policies in place, a necessity to look good to clients and win new projects, a necessity to look good to the other stakeholders in the industry. But how about the necessity to remove tobacco products from their stores for good? As is the case with leading firms in sister industries. Simply put, Without approaching BIM adoption as a long-term business transmission process, its value will not be maximized. What do you think? And thanks for listening to this episode of the Blaze Podcast. Don't forget to check out our website www.blazemy.com www.blazemy.com You can also check out my page www.onyema.me, www.onyema.me, to explore our other several contents. Thank you very much and I will see you in some other episode.